Life Audio. Welcome to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Kyle Norman. After the short word from our sponsor, we will dive into today's Bible verse which is Matthew 4, verse 19. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Fishing in Faith Come, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Matthew 4, verse 19. I was nine the first time I went fishing. My family and I were visiting my uncle in a small town in northern British Columbia. It was the kind of town that boasted a myriad of outdoor activities to entertain you. I brimmed with excitement at my first fishing adventure. But as it turned out, fishing wasn't what I expected. Upon arriving at the bank of the river, the first thing my uncle did was tie a bell to the top of our fishing rods. He would then cast the line deep into the river and stuck the rods into the sand. With the fishing rods securely in place and the lines dancing in the river, my uncle sat back in a fold-out chair, cracked a beer, and began flipping through a magazine. For my uncle, this was fishing. Fishing was a passive activity It was a time for him to be alone, drink some beer, and read a magazine, all the while waiting for that little bell to ring, signifying that some wayward salmon had stumbled upon his line. Even at nine years old, I remember thinking, well, he isn't fishing at all. He's just waiting. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus invites Peter and Andrew to engage in a new type of fishing. Follow me, Jesus says, and I will make you fish for people. Peter and Andrew, they were fishermen by trade, so they recognized what Jesus was saying. The image was clear for them. Fishing was a persistent activity. There was no lounging around under the sun with beer in hand. Fishing was arduous and demanding. It took effort and diligence. It also involved a team of people. Peter fished with Andrew, James fished with John and their father. 
And so just as they would cast their nets into the water, pulling the fish into their boats, Jesus now asked them to gather people into the community of discipleship. I sometimes wonder if we make Christ's call to fish for people more passive than we realize. Do we ever approach the call to fish for people in the way of my uncle? We sit back in the comfort of our churches, awaiting unsuspecting visitors who might stumble across our line. Is this the reason why the number of active Christians in North America continually declines? Have we failed to recognize the very activity that Jesus asks us to engage in? Fishing for others means we are called to go out to them, to push out into the waters around us and be with the people. This is what Jesus did. Jesus never rested with the temple elite. He never sequestered himself away from people. He never sat idle by waiting for people to come to him. No, Jesus went out to the people. Jesus approached the would-be disciples, Peter and Andrew, Matthew and Zacchaeus. He walked towards blind Bartimaeus. Then he stood at Jacob's well with the unknown woman. Jesus risked being in the very presence of those he called into faith. And even if the person rejected the call to new life, such as the rich young ruler in Matthew 19, the graceful presence of Jesus was there amongst them nonetheless. This radical approachability of Jesus is foundational to who he is. It undergirds the entire incarnation Jesus continually journeys towards others, and we are asked to do the same. If we want to fish for people after the model of Jesus, we need to leave our comfort zones, to push into the unknown. We cannot fish for people if we are never in the presence of others. Like pushing out into deep water to be in the place where the fish run, we must risk being in the presence of those whom we call to faith. It does little good for us to sequester ourselves in holy silos and simply wait for people to stumble through the front doors of our church. This isn't fishing. Instead, Jesus calls us to actively pursue relationships with others. Jesus models for us the power of invitation. Jesus doesn't force anyone into a relationship. Jesus never coerces people into discipleship. Instead, he simply holds out this line of invitation, asking people to experience new life. Fishing for people isn't forcing people into the church by any means necessary. People must choose the way of Christ, freely responding to the message of grace and love. It is as people see the effect of Jesus in us and hear our gentle invitations to experience the same that we grow the community of faith. Fishing for others isn't as complicated as we sometimes think it is. We aren't tasked with solving people's problems or answering their questions. We aren't the Savior. No, we simply hold out a line of invitation allowing others to see the light and life of Jesus shining through us. Whom might you be called 
to invite into the community of faith? Who might you stand beside or walk alongside? The call to fish for others isn't complicated, but it is active. It calls us to journey towards others and to journey with others. It calls us to be vocal about Christ's presence in our lives. May we all, in the power of Jesus, go to those in whom Christ calls us and invite them to experience the rich blessings of the Savior. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.